0: I'm Sarah Wilson, and you're listening to Durham Rawcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Durham Rawcast. Thanks for liking and subscribing, and joining me, John, for this edition. Thea's not here. She's had a very successful and exciting week elsewhere. She'll be back soon, but that means it's a bit shorter this week, and unfortunately, There's a lack of female voices. We'll be better next time, I promise. This time we meet a fan, look forward to three away games before another important home game. But first, we look back at the home game against Coventry United. My co-commentator for the coverage was local and national treasure and journalist Colin Young, who organised the North East Writers Football Awards Dinner that Sarah Robson got her award at last week. So he's someone well-versed in a match report, so who better to ask? Neil nil here at Maiden Castle. Colin, a bit frustrating for the home side today.
2: Yes, I think they will have been well aware before the game, John, that um... Coventry came here to do a job, and that was to win a point and give themselves every chance of, of getting out of the hole that they're in. Um, and they did, they came with two very experienced players that have made, I think, a real difference to their back four and their form, um, and Durham just struggled on a difficult, sort of windy day to get the ball down and, and really create enough chances, I think, to um, to get the winner and, and, and three points. But um, The frustrating thing, I guess, is that there were chances there. Lucy Thomas made two or three excellent saves. I think the the reflex save that's really won them the point was just one of those moments that a keeper guesses right or doesn't even have time to uh, make a decision. It's just an instinctive flick of the wrist. a Brilliant save and and that was one of many that, certainly one of the better saves that she made and one of many chances that Durham had. I think there were few top goldmouth scrambles um, and the ball just didn't fall did it it just, just wasn't their day in terms of getting that crucial chance because I think once you get a goal against a team like Coventry their game plan has to change immediately because if they come for a point they've got to go for a point haven't they and because Durham couldn't quite find that opening Coventry effectively were able to play the same way all the way through the game and, and Dow just was probably the difference in terms of being the the blockade between uh, defence and midfield. So. Frustrating, yeah, frustrating afternoon. I heard um, Sarah there say that there's positives to be taken from it, and undoubtedly, you know, they've, they've um, outplayed a form team, but just not had enough quality or enough luck to to, to see it through and win the game.
1: Very frustrating, they came with a game plan, and it worked for them.
0: It did, yeah, it did work for them. Um, The kind of part of us had everyone behind the ball, and I think I've said it a couple of times, that they've come here absolutely fighting for their lives, um, so credit to them. But again, just just frustrated. A couple of decisions didn't go our way. A um, couple of very good chances that we didn't take, and just a couple of de- like final minute decisions um, that we could maybe pick up on. But it's, it's just such a positive result and pointed home in a clean sheet.
1: Yeah. And the keeper pulled off a couple of good saves. She series. did, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. One from you. Fantastic. I, <laughs> she did, yeah. To be fair, if it was just a smidge to one side. I think it, it was going, but. She did absolutely class, and um, she picked one out in like deep into the second half. She just come up and took that, and I, I guess that's what you need. And all credit to them that they come here with a game plan and they got a point out of it.
1: But three tough away games, mm-hmm. and then the derby here. Yeah. So the season's not over. Absolutely
0: not. We're still absolutely fighting for everything. Um, we're kind of not really looking so far in the future. We're just taking a game by game and, and working ridiculously hard in training to make sure that we'll things right and and working hard and working with each other, so that's the main thing.
1: Thanks to Wills and to Colin Young. With that result and with Watford losing 3-1 to Bristol, Coventry are now six points from safety at the bottom of the Championship. Other results saw Alex Brooks saving a last-minute penalty for Blackburn as they beat Sunderland by two goals to one. Leaders Liverpool continued their charge, beating Charlton away. Lewis, Durham's next opponents beat Palace at home. And Sheffield United came from behind to beat London City by two goals to one. Durham sitting fourth on goal difference from London City with 29 points, with Bristol in second on 35, Liverpool top the table on 42, Charlton Palace and Sheffield United and Lewis in eighth are all within four points of Durham. So plenty to play for. Hello everyone and Derek.
2: I've been following Durham since twenty seventeen spring series. My first ever match was against Millwall Lionesses. We won one nil that day. Macca got the goal. My favourite Durham player is Lauren Briggs. I and my favourite match when we beat Man United 3 1 at home a few seasons ago. Thank you.
1: Thanks to Derek for sending his contribution to meet the fans. We'd love to hear from you too. So please get in contact via one of the uh, many mediums I'll mention at the end of the podcast. And uh, perhaps introduce yourself for that feature. We'd love to hear from you. This weekend sees the next round of the FA Cup. Without Durham of course, who instead have a long journey to Lewis in the league. The first of three away fixtures for our Wildcats, with visits to Liverpool and Watford to come. So we still have a, a bit of a say on the outcomes for the end of the season at the top and bottom. If you're travelling to any of the games, please get in touch. We'd love your match report. See if you, how you compare against Colin. Hello, I'm Sarah Robson and you're listening to the Durham Roarcast. After those three games, it's the local derby against Sunderland on April the 24th. The club this week announced the 1K for Derby Day campaign in the almost certain hope of a record crowd together with festival of junior football in the morning. So all the details of that are on the club website, on social media. I'm sure they'll get over 1K for Derby Day and it promises to be... A great occasion. Last home game of the season, of course. Listen to the Durham Rawcast. It's perfect. What was that? I hear you cry. Is the Durham Rawcast going all professional or something? No. But it's a little teaser of what we have for you in the next podcast. The creator of that jingle who is a very big and dedicated Durham fan, will be joining us next time to discuss, well, really, it's an extended Meet the Fan. So that's coming up next time. So please, like and subscribe. Tell all your friends and we'll spread the Wildcat roar. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram with the handle at DurhamRawCast. And you can contact us in that way or on the email, which is durhamrawcast at hotmail.com. Please send in your comments, suggestions, contributions to meet the fans and your match reports in any of those ways. And we'll see you next time. My thanks to Derek. Colin and Wills for the contributions today. Thanks to Mark and all at the club. But most of all, thank you very much for listening to the Durham Rawcast. This has been, no matter how short, a MIDI Media production. Goodbye. Durham Rawcast. have you heard about it? Yeah, I oh, have, yeah, yeah, of course I've heard about it, yeah, yeah, it's happening <laughs> in class, yeah. Um, are, are you able to uh, say hi, I'm Sarah Wilson and you're listening to Durham Rawcast.
0: Yeah, of course. Right, hi, I'm Sarah Wilson and you're listening to Durham Rawcast. Is that okay? okay? That's brilliant. Cheers, cheers.